Hey everyone, it's Helen here and welcome to the Purpose, Potential and Power podcast. I'm a sales and strategy coach and I teach expert coaches like you exactly how to use clear, profitable messaging and a sophisticated sales strategy so that you can get daily attention from more of your ideal clients, position you as the leader that you are so you can maximize what you charge for your expertise and gently nurture your audience to turn them into all-in, empowered buyers. Sales and messaging are the two core skills that all the seven-figure coaches you admire have mastered to get them to where they are, and I'm here to help you get there too. So if you want to create a simple, successful business where you earn your worth, you make an impact, and you live the incredible life you always knew you were made for, let's go. It's all about defining your purpose, fulfilling your incredible potential, and stepping into your power. Before we start this amazing episode, I wanted to share something really exciting that is a literal game changer for your business, because I know that you would love to be making more sales of your awesome offers, And I know that that means that you want to be building more connections and having more conversations with potential clients who are actually likely to buy from you. So I've gathered together the three most powerful posts that you can use and will drive highly qualified leads into your DMs and pack them into a simple step-by-step format for you to literally start conversations today. This is your social media content for tonight, all sorted. These are the super effective posts that I actually teach my clients and I use in my own business too because they work. So if you want to reignite your sales and start those easy daily connections with new ideal clients, just click the link in the show notes and get your hands on it right now. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Purpose, Potential and Power podcast. Today I have a fellow messaging and content kind of expert oh we could chat all day <laughs> Laura, Sinclair, I don't, Laura Sinclair is here joining us I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast Laura thank you so much thank you so much for having me and you're right you and I could chat forever which would get us in a lot of trouble on our schedules but um, it's always an honor to come on and I'm, I'm excited to chat today thank you yeah and we're going to dive into why chatting forever and uh, kind of being efficient I'm sure we'll cover that in a second because we are huge believers in running a business that is nice and simple and fits in with our life. So you are a business and marketing mentor. You also have a social media agency as well. You really yeah. do know your stuff when it comes to content and messaging and marketing. I, I love your page. So we'll obviously tag everything in the show notes, but definitely go and give Laura a follow. She's amazing. But I'd love you to introduce yourself and just tell, yeah. tell me what you do. Yeah. So thank you so much. My name is Laura Sinclair. I'm uh, based out of Canada. So if you're wondering what, what accent that I that I own, it is a Canadian one. Um, but my core belief is that you and your business deserve to be seen and everything that I do really ladders up into that belief. And so, um, yes, I have a boutique social media marketing agency where we help to amplify the messages of online entrepreneurs that are looking to create impactful work. Um, And then I'm a business and marketing mentor. And I really work with a lot of moms. Um, I'm in that season of life where I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And so um, my gosh, my son, by the time this drops, he'll be three. He'll be three in a couple of weeks, but really living that season of motherhood and building business um, and really just helping women step into their authentic selves so that they can be seen and create the impact that they desire in the world and at home in their families. Yeah, there's so much to talk about, but I really want to ask you, you are in that season of like 
like being in demand with the kids that you have at yeah. your age I mean it must be full-on I remember that that time and it was yeah they they need you and you need to be present for them and I know that a lot of our listeners are in the similar situation a lot of my clients are as well how do you juggle being a better mentor and also having your agency is it like volume of work are you outsourcing do you protect your time you know create boundaries tell us like the secrets to literally create putting the walls around your business and creating yeah. the the structure that allows you to do everything and still build a hugely successful business yeah I'm I really believe that you can have everything but I don't think that you need to do everything um, and that philosophy has really helped me you know when people when I start to talk about all the things that I do a lot of people say like how on earth do you do all of that well I don't do it alone um, you know, my one daughter is school age and my son is in daycare. And so that in itself, you know, I get a about a six hour window every day where I get to, you know, run my business and do the things that I want to do for myself and exercise and make lunch mm-hmm. and, you know, and, 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 um, and so it is a tight window. And I think for me, you know, I'm also an introvert. And so my energy is something that I really have to manage. Um, And so for me, it's identifying the things that make me really tired and being able to either pass them off to somebody else or set my business up in a way that I know that I'm only doing so many of those things that make me tired in a day. So for example, I'm a coach and I love coaching, but I know, and I owned a gym and it was the exact same thing when I was doing personal training. I know I'm good for four hours. I can coach for four hours in a day, live one-on-one. After that, I will be yawning. I'll have trouble paying attention and I will start to feel those sort of like burnout-y type mm-hmm. symptoms in over the course yeah. of the day. Um, and so, you know, you may think, oh, like, does that mean that it's limiting, limits your business that you can only only coach for four hours a day. And for me, it's like, no, it's just, you know, how do I create space in a business structure that allows me to coach for four hours a day, which by the way, I don't want to do every day (laughs) on the days that I, that I am doing that and create other revenue streams and other elements of my business to support that. So the agency, I have a team. I couldn't do that by myself. I wouldn't do choose to do that by myself. Um, And so there's a lot that I outsource there on the coaching side of my business. I do a lot of high ticket, high touch work, However, because there's only so much time in the day, I'm starting to shift a little more into some more evergreen, lower ticket supportive options. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a journey. Yeah. I think that it's a, it is an ebb and flow. And one of the things that I have to give myself credit for, if I'm going to like toot, toot my own horn for a second, is that I've been pretty good at adapting along the way because I think I did a lot of things wrong, especially in the early days. Um, but now I'm in a place where like I'm okay with you know, my agency's boutique will never have more than eight to 10 clients because I don't want more than that. Mm-hmm. And so I price things accordingly, right? To, to reflect the level of service that you'll receive in an agency of eight to 10 clients rather than, you know, 60 to 80. Um, and so for me, it's really just keeping to those core values and and recognizing what I'm capable of and, and what I'm not and being okay with that. Yeah, I love it. And um, we've all made mistakes, haven't we? It's a journey oh instead of learning. And w- w- the biggest mistake I've made is doing something that I thought I should be doing because I was following like the path of success of somebody else's business. And I think a lot of us do that. We look at other people that yeah. are us and logic states that therefore we should repeat what they're doing because that will also bring us success. And it doesn't work for our lifestyle. It doesn't work for our personality. No. I love the fact you recognize 
that you are an introvert and you can only do that. You know, you don't want to be that fourth client in that fourth hour or the fifth no. client in the fifth hour. Who fifth, is it's like, the fifth client. Yeah, yeah the fifth <laughs> client. This, you're suddenly like wishing the time away and the yeah. code, you know, you, you can't get to that stage. So you're protecting your clients as well as yourself. And that's fantastic. But it yeah. comes back to that, like recognizing who you are and being yourself and building a business mm. like that. And that is, like you said, a huge part of what you do. Talk to us about your thoughts on that. Because that's yeah. so important. Authenticity is one of my core values, like literally written down. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love that. I love that you bring that up. And it's so interesting. So in the work that I do, the reason that people hire me is because they perceive me to be authentic. And I use that the word perception of authenticity because um I think that at the end of the day, whenever we're marketing ourselves, there is a perception. Um there is an it's intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Um that said, I am, I am very authentic as a person, like who you see on social media, who you see in my marketing is who you get when you are on, on a call with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, if I think back to when I first started trying to build an online business and build a social media presence, this goes back to, you know, February of 2020, when I was, um, in the fitness space doing, I owned a gym at the time and, um, I was doing some prenatal postnatal fitness, and really was like just trying to be what everybody thought that you were supposed to, what I thought that you were supposed to be on social media. And it yeah. trickled into when I shifted into business coaching. And at the beginning of 2021, it was the same thing. I was like, well, I'm going to show up online like a social media expert would show up online, like whatever that means. Um, and really found myself struggling <laughs> to connect with people, struggling to build my business um, beyond, you know, the people that I already knew and already had in my network that were hiring me, which I think ha- everybody kind of starts their business that way with the people that they know. And it wasn't really until I started to just be exactly who I am online that my business really started to take off. And I always, I struggle with the word authenticity so much because to my earlier point, there is a, it's a delivery, right? <laughs> it's an intentional delivery of marketing, Right. But I think there's also this really deep inner piece around authenticity that you need to find, right? Mm -hmm. You need to be really okay with who it is that you are Mm -hmm. and really okay with people not liking you for you to be really authentic online. And I'm in this place and I I think some of it is motherhood, to be honest, Mm -hmm. where I just genuinely don't care if I'm not for you. Like if I'm not for you, that is okay. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. The people that I am for, love me. And that's great. And so for me, it's just like this authenticity piece, I think is the piece that so many of us are missing Mm -hmm. in how we market our businesses, regardless of what we do, right? Whether you're a coach or an online service provider or a product-based business, like Mm -hmm. for some reason, we think we're going to like unplug the human part and then be somebody that we're not and things are going to work out. But in reality, the opposite is true, right? The more you lean into your human experience, the more you lean into who it is that you really are, mm-hmm. the more people you're going to attract into your world mm-hmm. and the more successful your business is going to be. Yeah, I think it's it's really strange. Why I love, one of the reasons why I love podcasting, because I think just having that face-to-face um, kind of you're on a zoom we're talking to with each other you know it's almost like we're in the same room. It's so different. There's this perception, there's this barrier, isn't there, where you pick up your phone and you just like almost this, kind of the performance owner yeah the other end and it's like no it's not real and I just 
yeah it's it takes a lot of bravery to be yourself yeah. and you know to actually kind of think who cares screw it what anyone else really thinks like and I had this moment last summer where I was like this is so freaking ridiculous how long is this going to go on where yeah. I actually care about what other people think am I going to be 50 am I going to be 16 and that's just crazy yeah. but it takes a lot of bravery and you're so right like letting go of the people who are only just partly for you that only like you a little bit great go and find the coach that is for you because yeah. you're gonna get better results aren't you for your clients when you're both so like you know you're so ma- well matched um yeah. yeah I you know there are lots of ways to to show up authentically as yourself in your marketing and I know it is intentional there are lots of ways I know that I kind of use with my clients like just showing who you are with kind of maybe your background reels on your b-rolls are representative of what you do day to day fitness travel whatever it is yeah. lots and lots of lives actually showing your personality tripping up over words what are mm-hmm. some things that you help your clients with to intentionally be authentic in their yeah. messaging so they can truly represent who they are yeah, I think, you know, the biggest piece that I'm laughing, giggling to myself are you, you know, talking about showing up. Mm-hmm. I I have a client that hired me because I showed up on my stories with wet hair. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> your hair was wet. Like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I just got out of the shower. And that was the moment that I had to do my stories. Like that was, that was it. It was either going to be wet hair or not at all. And yeah. I think, you know, for me, one of the big exercises is really just like figuring out the parts of you that you want to share. Cause I think sometimes people worry about like getting into oversharing, right? Like there are elements of my life that you will never see mm-hmm. on social media and that's okay. Um, but I do think that a big part of it is like, A, what are you comfortable with sharing? Like what are the parts of yourself that you want to share? Mm-hmm. And B, you know, what, like, how do you want to show that? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think for me, like a lot of people, there are these external stories that start to come in. They're the, the voices that the things that we worry about. And, yeah. you know, I certainly was guilty. And, you know, when I talk about showing up authentically, I want you to know that it also took like a decade of therapy, and a lot of like trauma informed yeah. work, a lot of like inner work. This isn't just something, this isn't just, you know, like a switch that's going to get flipped. And all of a sudden you can do this. Like it, it does really take intentional work. And for with my clients, we started to pull some of that back. Like, what is it? What is the story that's coming up for you? And certainly four or five years ago, I definitely would have been that person that I was afraid of when I first started showing up online. That person that would have been like, what's Helen's deal? Like, what is she doing? She's showing up on our stories. Like, who does she think she is? And that was just my like unhealed stuff coming up, right? Like anything that anybody that I was seeing was just a mirror for me. (laughs) And the fact that I wasn't in that place where I could do that. And so a lot of it is, you know, undoing some of those stories that you have about like, okay, if somebody were to say something to judge you, if somebody were not like you, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What do you make it mean? And a lot of the time it means nothing, right? Like if you had, if I had seen you online five years ago, I probably would have judged you, but would it have affect your, affected your life? No, it doesn't mean anything about you. No, it means everything about me. And so a lot of the work that I do with my clients is just recognizing that, you know, if you're building an online business, showing up authentically is your job. And so how do we pull back the things that feel scary from that big kind of sticky knot? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. 
So important. And like you said, just take time. So I want to ask you as well about avoiding burnout. And you mentioned before mm-hmm. about you do outsource the things or you have um, a team to help you. But I really want to get into the nuts and bolts because I'm in a season about putting my systems in place. So as you've grown, Laura, your experience and you have like a multiple six figure business. Yeah. What's that journey been like of putting the systems in place over time and how that's helped you to yeah. grow and scale? Because I think when you start a business, um, we can't necessarily see or predict what we need to do a year from now, two years from now. All we can see is the success other people have had. We can kind of get an idea of what they're doing, but we don't know the steps. I'd love to have your journey of experience of how you did yeah. that, because I think that would be so helpful for our listeners. Yeah, I laugh because I I, I have an OBM and um, I'm kind of live in this world where like systems are made to be broken. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly breaking systems while we add new things. And yeah. I think, I think, you know, to that, to that end, one of the reasons that I feel that I have been successful in business mm-hmm. um, is that I'm extremely scrappy okay. and that I will Love figure it. out, I will figure out pretty much anything. And so I think willingness to try something without a system <laughs> is sometimes, okay. it's sometimes the first step and then figuring out, okay, how do I, what, what is here that I don't like? What is here? That's not a money-making task. What is here that, you know, is a task that I should be giving to somebody else and starting to put those in place. And also to not marrying yourself to the idea that like the system that you put in place version one is going to be version 10. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think about my business and I've been doing this, this, the work that I'm doing right now for almost three years, I've had a bunch of different systems. I've added a bunch of different things. And that's part of entrepreneurship that I enjoy is the flexibility, but there is, there are core systems that are always there. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of those is obviously my marketing systems are always there, right? In terms of the foundational things that I do over and over and over again to get leads into my business, to nurture those leads, to Mm -hmm. sell to those leads, um, that never goes away. And then, you know, from a motherhood perspective, I have core, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have core systems in place that help me with that, right? I have someone that comes in and cleans my home every other week. Mm-hmm. that's necessary. Yeah. My children are in care also necessary. Right. Mm-hmm. And so some of it is like allowing yourself to walk the path, feel the mess, recognize yeah. that there needs to be a system in place and then starting to figure it out. And you don't always have to do that yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's where a coach can come in. Mm-hmm. That's where an OBM can come mm-hmm. in or some sort of integrator that can help you be like, okay, this is a mess. Um, but I do want to say to anybody that's listening, that doesn't feel like they have systems in place welcome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It is, it is very, I don't know a single business owner and most business owners are visionaries. There's a, mm-hmm. a book called traction, which is an incredible book where it talks about visionaries and integrators. And a lot of us are visionaries where we have these like big ideas and things that we want to execute against. Um, and we all need an integrator in our life to say like, actually, this is how we're going to do this. And so I, I know a lot of really incredible entrepreneurs and I don't know a lot of really incredible entrepreneurs with really rock solid systems top to bottom. Yeah. Um, and so I think some of it is like, can you ask for help? Can you outsource what's easy first? And then like, what's the stuff that's really on fire for you? <laughs> and then deal with that. Yeah, I love it. Such great advice. It's it's really about recognizing, like like you said, letting go of the things that don't work and recognizing that, being will- willing to pivot. And we are creative, aren't we? I mean, I come up with about a million mm-hmm. ideas a day and it's like, hang on a minute. Let's just focus yeah. on the stuff that is actually going to work. 
And being flexible, I see my business and honestly, I'm the poster child for long term. I've been in like entrepreneurship for 19 years. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I will try stuff. I'm not afraid to to move and pivot, but it is, I've learned definitely that it is about, like you said, learning to do the things that are going to work and then just be flexible, be flexible if it suddenly changes, if that, that changes in itself. Before we go, I'd love to ask you on the final question, moving from that nicely into like avoiding burnout. Cause I know that's something you talk about a lot and how important that is to you. And again, it does kind of tie with like, let's, let's do what's working. (laughs) Let's just not be afraid to ditch the things that are not. Can you speak a bit about any advice you got about that? Cause that's such, we hear it all the time. It's a bit of a cliche word at the moment, but Mm -hmm. it happens a lot. Yeah. I think for me, it's simplicity. Um, It's also putting myself first. I, I, one of my core beliefs is that my business exists to serve me, not the other way around. Um, and so, you know, yesterday was Tuesday and I have no idea when this is going to drop, but it was Tuesday yesterday. And on Tuesdays, I don't have any client calls. I went to Pilates, I got my nails done and I took one agency call that just had to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like carving out really intentional time. Um, I generally don't get on any client calls until about 10 or 11 in the morning so that I can get my kids to school, eat a good breakfast, exercise, and then jump in to my workday. My workdays, you know, I referenced having six hours earlier. My workdays are more like four and a half hours by the time I do the things that I need to do for me. And like, I I didn't choose entrepreneurship so that I could be burnt out. Yeah. I chose entrepreneurship so that I could create the life that I wanted. And so for me, it really does start with prioritizing my own needs. And if I don't have the energy because I'm burnt out and I've got a client call, I'm going to move it. Mm-hmm. I'll move that client call and just be like, Helen, no, we have a call today at two. I know that I'm not going to be able to show up for you the way that you deserve it, mm-hmm. that you deserve me to. So can we move it to tomorrow? Can we move it a couple of days? Um, and that's taken some time. I just actually had strep throat a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, two years ago, I would have still tried to push through all the things I was holding a workshop. I got, had client calls and I just moved them all. Because I had to prioritize myself. And it doesn't always have to be that extreme. Like I have to be on antibiotics. I need to go to the doctor. But it is really like checking in with myself first and reminding myself that my business isn't going away. But if I burn out, it will. (laughs) So how can I prioritize me and the things that I need before I start to pour into everybody else? Because let's be honest, when you're a mom, that's really hard to do, period. And then you throw on entrepreneurship and serving other people that becomes a really slippery slope if you're not careful. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for that. So, so good. Laura, I could we could chat all day, like I said. Um, <laughs> we've dived into messaging, marketing really that much. I know. Where can everyone go and find you so they can go and um, work, like learn about everything that you do? Yeah, the easiest place to find me is on Instagram. I'm at It's Laura Sinclair. And if you have made it this far in the podcast, we're definitely friends. So be sure to send me a DM and just say hello, introduce yourself. I love to connect. That is just light, lights my heart on fire to be able to connect with other entrepreneurs. So please, please say hello. We will link that in the show notes. Thank you again, Laura. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope you found that really helpful. As I said at the start, please go and click the link on the show notes if you want those three effective posts that actually will drive qualified leads to dm you today it's there for you i couldn't have made it more simple and i'm so excited for you to get hold of that and get some actual results you're gonna have to dm me when you do 
I would also, of course, appreciate a five-star review. And if you did enjoy the episode, please share it out on your stories and tag me at Helen Thacker. But thank you again. Have the most amazing week. Until the next time, I will see you then.